You know what's funny is I read uh, Billy, what's his thing, uh, White Shoes, as uh, White Hoes. White Hoes. <laughs> white Hoes. I was like, who the fuck is White Hoes? And then I was like, oh, it's White Shoes. White Shoes. <laughs> Proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Brogan, and I hope I'm louder than Justin. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you you sound just fine. I sound fine to myself. And Scott over there is click-clacking, tip-typing. Ooh, can you guys hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really loud. Ooh, I'm sorry. I can't hear it on my side. I was just telling everybody we were doing an intro. Okay. I'm Scott, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to the Grit City Podcast. This is quarantine number three out of um, Infinite. I don't know. Yeah, it's week a weekday. That counts for something, right? <laughs> yeah. Is it a weekday? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's Friday. So we're doing this one on a Friday, and it just so happens that uh, who we wanted to get in here is uh, ready in the early afternoon of a Friday, as is everyone else. So that's kind of cool, I guess. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you want to get more episodes and see what we're all about, go to gritcitypodcast.com. If you want to shoot us an email, you can do so at info at gritcitypodcast.com. And if you go to gritcitypodcast.com, you can find all of our uh, social media, all the ways to search. And, uh, well, you know, actually, Scott, it's it's better for them just to, like, Google search us anyway, right? Yeah, man. If you can um, just search Grit City and whatever you're interested in and then just click on what when we pop up, click on us. That would be the best <laughs> way to help us out. Because, I mean, that's how they rank you, right? Like how many – when you pop up and who clicks on you. So, I mean, we can be first in whatever we want, but if nobody clicks on us, it doesn't count. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, that way it will help us out with all those weird algorithms and numbers and all that stuff. And tell friends about us too. Like share our page yeah. or go like our stuff or send us messages, give us encouragement. Or also join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Grit City Podcast, and you can uh, get access to, well, actually, you get special access to our Discord server, but our Discord server is open to everyone, right? It is. There's a special channel just for uh, patrons, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, but if you go to the patron, uh, you'll actually be able to help us out and uh, figure stuff out as we're going along. Maybe do a boot to boot to booty once we can actually, you know, scoot around together. So leave your house maybe maybe in 2022 we're not too sure yet but we'll figure all that out but it's for fun stuff like that and help us out give us a little bit of love on that end and and uh, shirts and stickers oh, yeah. you get things and we're talking about a new shirt aren't we we got new shirts they're printed and they're at my house right now oh that I'm is looking at them. fucking sweet so thanks to shroom brothers on that right yeah yeah they came out sweet they're green with white print they're they're cool man and, uh, I mean, if you ever want to talk to, uh, Bob with Shroom Brothers, I know that he is a part of our Discord channel frequently. And, uh, you could actually bug him about stuff like that. I bet you he wouldn't mind doing business over Discord. 
<laughs> I guarantee he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, Vibe Vibe wants to come on via Discord. I should have invited him to this, but I've just been like busy doing nothing. Oh, we'll get Vibe on. We'll totally get him on for. Uh, oh no! When will we episode. have time? Yeah, right. I know. I've got a bunch of people that are also lined up as well. We're going to get Billy cool. on for like a full episode just to talk about how crazy uh, this whole thing was for Mary Mart because um, this like entire month right now of April is 420 and they had so many big things that they had planned and they got I mean, everyone got fucked, but they got they got fucked by that, too. Yeah, at least they're open, though, man. There's yeah. a lot of places not even open. <laughs> Weed is essential, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> so is the beer store. Yeah. There's some beer stores that are open. They're doing the takeout stuff. You know, the problem I found with beer is uh, huh. quantity, man. It's, <laughs> you know, I buy good beer and then I'm out like uh, like you're drinking beer most of the day. And I'll run through a good six pack in like a couple hours. Well, Scott, I'm, like, oh, no. I'm not drinking beer most of the day. It sounds like you definitely are, though. Shut up. I'm doing the same thing, dude. I went to a bottle <laughs> shop here in uh, in Covington, and I went, and they had a weird thing. You had to stand in this line to get in, and they only let one person in their bottle shop at a time. So I bought, like, eight beers and a growler, and the wife and I polished that shit off last night. And by the wife, I mean, it's mostly me. <laughs> See, man? And then the next day, you're looking for more. And I'm, So now I'm buying like 12ers of like uh, men's room. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going no, see, to what, dude. what you need to do is you need to have the emergency fund, and it's the bad beers, man. So like, just like get yourself like a 24-pack of like Natty Ice or something. Whoa. And no. just And just you just put it there, and you just sit there, and you're just like, maybe it'll make Poison it. myself. <laughs> <laughs> when you really want yeah, a beer, but you don't want to waste one of your good beers, you drink one of those beers. I always want one of the good beers, so yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> well, then they're just emergency beers when you're completely out and you haven't been able to go to the store yet. Yeah, I call those uh, those Miller or no, whatever Michelob Ultras that I got from <laughs> when I was dieting oh, last week. Last week. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, so you're 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 off of the you're off of the diet now for the time being. Okay, yeah. all right. So is it is it are you trying are you just trying to get into some good food or something or is it literally just because you just want to drink real beer? Uh, because I want to drink real beer. All right, I feel you. I feel. <laughs> have you been doing any grilling or anything? Yeah, man. I uh, so for Easter I roasted a turkey. I smoked a nice. co- I smoked a couple of briskets on this year quarantine. I figured out a great way to do my ribs. Uh, that's been good. Kids like that. Sh- nice. Been riding my e bike with my wife and her new e bike. Oh, so she got Rad it. Rover. Yeah, she got her. One of those rad bikes is great. That is cool. So you're not like running into other people though. No, not really. Cool. All right. Well, it all outfitted like uh, Mad Max yet, dude? <laughs> For the apocalypse, dude, I've got this like weird guilt going on about this damn uh-huh. e-bike. So the other day, uh-oh, uh, we went on a family ride, right? We're all going. We're four in a row, and the 13 year old is is leading up, right? And there's this family with a baby stroller walking. You know, just walking up the thing. So we cut through this grass and we're going past him, right? We're just shooting past him. You know, kid goes by, lots of room. Next kid goes by, still lots of room. Wife goes by, is getting a little tight. I floor this bitch and I shoot the the gambit, right? Between this baby stroller with a newborn baby in a corner of a fence. I mean, this thing had to have been like maybe the 
width of a sidewalk and I just dusted through there and all I could say was sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like such a dig. Did you have a bell, dude? <laughs> you bring your bell, bro. Yeah, bring your bell. Other people, I figured they were going to stop. Oh no, they were still just going, dude. And I shot the gambit because if not, I was going to be stuck behind him and my family was just going to ditch me. <laughs> you could have killed a baby, man. Oh, and I'd have fucked him up, dude. I was going like 20 miles an hour. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can get some pretty good speeds with those bikes. That's hilarious. And well, and I terrifying. Mine, so I can get an extra five miles an hour out of it. Of course you what? fucking hacked it. Of course you did. Seriously. That's funny, man. You got rid of the restrictor so, plate. Talk about a bad time to kill a baby. <laughs> I think any time would be a bad time, but, I mean, you do you, boo. Uh, let's actually, we have a guest today, so let's get him in there. Uh, Scott, can you pull him down into the chat or the voice? Yeah, chat? I think I can. Let me, uh, uh, let me grab him here real quick. Like, cause I know you're on your laptop. I'm on my phone doing this and I can't, uh, I can't really figure shit out with it. I'm kind of bad at this thing, but we're going to get it. Going. I thought I could. Holy shit. Oh, let's try to figure this guy out. He needs to move into a voice channel first. You yeah. can't force him into a voice. There he is. Oh, no, that guy's there. No. <clears throat> oh, there we go. Here, I got it. I'll, I'll send him a message. Okay. I know. Ah. I'm scatting to the boom. Scott Gritsy Podcast. Hey, jump into the voice chat. You read that out loud. That yeah. Clack clack. Yeah, I'm because I'm really. We need to be, just invite people and mute them so then they can at least listen to the show while they're in here. Uh, I guess that's a good point, too. We're figuring all we this can... out. Do I go to your podcast recording? Uh, <laughs> um, I might need all this. General. Ta-da! Oh, that was me because I wasn't listening to looking at the chat. No, I moved the. I moved brought, Bob down. Oh, Bob and I muted. So sweet. Speaking we can't hear you, Bob. Can't hear you. We can't hear you right now, dude. But you can listen to us. You're saying hi. And, that, <laughs> and that's another thing that oh, you can is. actually do if you're in the Discord chat. Maybe we'll just bring people in so we can have them uh, uh, listen in and uh, have some fun with that. But we got Billy in here. Billy, how you doing, dude? Hey, how are you guys doing? It's busy. <laughs> Ooh, you sound good, Billy. Oh, thank you. I've been working on it. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy, Billy is with Fab Lab Tacoma, and you can check him out at fablabtacoma.com. Um, you guys have been doing some pretty amazing stuff, and we're going to get to that. But first, I want to ask you, uh, how are you holding up during this, dude? Oh man, <laughs> in our in our uh, initial conversation, uh, man, I was still fighting jet lag. Um, it's been it's been crazy. Uh, just go go go. You know, thirteen fourteen hour days every day, oh, and wow. just kind of hit the ground running. So. Man, yeah, and, man, doing the best I can. So uh, I really want to know, uh, starting at the beginning of um, the, the the pandemic before, you know, like January, February, that sort of areas and stuff like that. You weren't even in the country, right? Yeah, man. I, um, I've been on this wild adventure for really the past um, two years in that uh, I've been doing school in Ireland. Um, I'm doing my MBA at um, the National University of Ireland, which is in Galway. And I, um, I left for school, uh, end of August last, last year and, um, just came back, you know, came back whenever everything hit the fan to, um, to come back home. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just been, it's, it's been a crazy journey and 
how was the ground running? Yeah. How was, how was the traveling? Because you came back like when it started going down, right? Dude. So funny story. Um, so first thing is, is that, um, when I chose to go to school in Ireland, I, I forgo a few things. So the first thing is, is that my wife has actually been here in Washington, um, holding down the fort for me. She's been my income. Um, so we kind of swapped. So I paid, I paid for her. (laughs) Well, collectively we paid for her to go to PLU, um, and do her bachelor's. And so we kind of swapped in that, um, she sent me off to school in Ireland to get my master's and, she's kind of, she's kind of fitting the bill for this one. And oh, so wow. that's awesome. actually. <laughs> <laughs> but here, but here, here's the other crazy thing, man. And so not to, not to, uh, talk bad about any open mm-hmm. schools, but I looked at getting my master's degree at the university of Washington, Tacoma, and they have an excellent program, but the total for that program is between 80 and a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Dude at the university yeah. of uh, Ireland, it's 13,000 a year. Oh my God. Like I was going to ask you, like, I didn't want to like, yeah, just wow. <laughs> wow. And so at that point in time, you're actually saving money, even if you just have like full room and board and stuff. Exactly. And, you know, I, wow. I never, I never, I, for first, I've never had the like apartment experience because I, I bought a house, um, out of, out of college. And so me like having to, having to live like kind of the single sort of bachelor life and like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like, it's so crazy because. I have to set up a little apartment. I live in like a, in like a lady's um, flat, like that's attached to her house, like a mother-in-law suite. Nice. And it's just me in, in Galway and Galway gets 300 days of rain out of the year. (laughs) That's like, dude, wow. That's extra Seattle then at that point. Yeah. So every Irish guy that I encounter in a bar goes, Oh, you're from Seattle. Like, Oh, it must be, you know, you must be used to this weather. I'm like, actually, uh, it rains 165 days in Seattle and here it rains 300. So, it's actually, yeah, it's almost twice as worse. Like, actually, <laughs> but, but anyway, so like, it's me like trying to figure out this whole, like, how do I, how do I buy food or how, you know, how do I take the bus? How do I ride my bike in traffic? How do I do this, that, and the other thing? And so like, I'm, I'm completely wow. like, my mind is completely shifted to like living the college life. And suddenly, um, so, uh, you know, this whole pandemic thing happens and I've just sort of acclimated myself to living, living and kind of, you know, doing school and all that. And suddenly I, I get thrown back into this. So, so I came back for Christmas, okay, um, yeah. originally. And so I'm talking with my wife, we get her a flight over just to do vacation with me to see me. And she comes in, uh, let's see at the end of February, just, just on a visit. Mm-hmm. And the last two days is there. Uh, she's going to be there. This pandemic starts really picking up steam. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so she is, God bless her. She is up at 2 a.m. with me on a Wednesday or Thursday night. And we are working on one of my papers for my class. And she's spell checking the thing and, you know, making sure my grammar is goodly. And, <laughs> you know, I, and so we start getting we start getting these uh these notifications on facebook and twitter that the president's about to make a speech right yeah so i go here we go and so the crazy <laughs> thing is is that dude so the lady that i live with um her house she is apparently scared of the Wi-Fi. That's what I gathered from her. <laughs> what do you mean scared of the Wi-Fi? You got to explain that. Bro. So I, when I'm looking, when I'm going to her, um, I go, I go, hey, you know, I'm a student, and uh, what what amenities do you have? I'm willing to pay for them. And I go, do you have internet? And she goes, first she's like, no, I don't. 
And I'm like, that's a little odd. Can you explain that one to me? And she goes, yeah, you know, I'm kind of concerned about Wi-Fi. And I'm like, uh, health-wise? And she just kind of looks at me. And then I think she think she looks at me and she's like, uh, oh, well, I just get Wi-Fi from my work. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, you're going to have to get your own Wi-Fi. And I'm like, okay. And so... I, so anyways, I tether. So my internet in Ireland at my, oh, at my apartment is my cell phone. Oh God. And so, but it's 20 bucks a month and I get oh. unlimited internet oh, and shit. I can stream Netflix in 4k from my cell phone, which is crazy. Wow. <laughs> okay. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the crazy thing is, is like, so I'm running an iPhone, I'm running an iPhone 12 and I ran dual SIM cards. So one is an Irish SIM card so I can get my internet. And one is the T-Mobile voice card <laughs> so I can make voice calls. But the kicker is, is I cannot run both lines simultaneously. So how this works out is in the middle of this pandemic, this little scenario with my wife and I trying to figure out what's going on with the president's address. We are panicking because Trump puts out his address saying, you know, American citizens need to come home immediately. Yeah. We are going to start canceling, fly, you know, shutting down flights and stuff. And we go, oh, God, what are we, what are we going to do? I'm like, there's a chance that you're not going to get home. And so we immediately switch from Internet to voice because I'm making a call to Aer Lingus frantically trying to change her ticket yeah. and get her out of the country. And so it kicks us off the Internet. So we can't do any research while we're on the phone with Aer Lingus. Oh, jeez. And so we we so a we call the U.S. Aer Lingus. They give a nice recording that says, "Sorry, we're overwhelmed." Click. Oh off. shit! Okay, now you're now I'm you like, got to be in right, super crap. panic mode. Yeah. So I call the Irish Aer Lingus, and it's a nice thing. And you know, and a nice recorded Irish lady comes on and says, "Oh, we're we're expecting large volumes of calls, but we'll get with you." And so I sit on hold for twenty minutes, and in the meantime, uh, I'm like, okay, this is going nowhere. We disconnect the phone service, get back onto the internet. <laughs> and I am trying to get through to change her ticket. It is a thousand dollars to get, to make a ticket change <sighs> from her to get out the next day. Yeah. So, wow. We're yeah, just, just become Irish at that point. <laughs> like, sorry, <laughs> you're saying here. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Congratulations. And so, so, I get in the app. I'm about to hit clip, you know, I'm about to hit, um, hit go on this ticket change. And I go, ah, let's just check one more time. So we get back online. And what do you know? The state department sends another clarification saying, Oh, actually you're a U.S. citizen. Constitutionally, you can get back to the United States. There are flights coming out of, you know, coming out of, out of country. And so we're like, okay, fine. So <laughs> ticket we don't pay the thousand bucks and we you know we, we send her on her way the next day damn you almost got razzle dazzled by the great orange instead <laughs> <laughs> uh, of stars i just see dollar signs you know floating in the air god right um and so anyways we get her out safely <laughs> razzle dazzle <laughs> uh Dude, I've got a ticket slated for April. 6th. Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry to interrupt you, Billy. My neighbor's uh, my neighbor's kicking on the old uh, lawnmower, so I'm gonna mute you guys. <laughs> oh shit! You guys want to hear it for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't, we can't hear it. You can't hear it yet? No. Oh, hold on. Oh, I can hear it. <laughs> well, try I'm to still mute you guys. All right. <laughs> it's not like a happening scenario, right? Right. I get a little scared during these times. Well, I mean, with the pollen, why not? 
It's pretty. You don't know until they come to the door, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if so, it happens, it happens. It's just like uh, if, when, when we hear the police sirens or the motorcycle or the gunfire uh, down at wherever we're uh, recording in the other way. So it's just life. Uh, you just got to screen that out naturally. Yeah, right. So, Billy, so, so, so continue, bud. Dude, so. Okay, so like I said, so I have a ticket slated for originally slated for uh, April sixth or April ninth, something like that, to come back to the U.S. And so we got my wife out of here. I'm thinking, hey, you know, I can weather this thing for another couple weeks um, until I get out, till I take my original flight out. And the next day, I get a call from the head of my program, and he's like, "Look, he's like, William, he's like, our school's shutting down right now. He's like, you're, he's like, you're a citizen. He's like, if I were you, I would get the next flight out of here because he's like." Who knows what you're, you know, who knows what's going to happen? He's like, we may shut down air travel. He's like, you may be able to get back into the country, but unless you're going to swim there, he's <laughs> like, I would figure out how to get out of here right now. Yeah, straight <laughs> so, up. So uh, I booked a flight one way. So getting into getting into Tacoma and starting up with Fab Lab, like, how did that ha- uh, go about? So um, by the time I got here, Steve, uh, my business partner, who's actually been on the show um, yep. twice. I'm um, in the past. Yep. See the guy. And, um, he's already cranking, um, you know, starting to, starting to, starting to learn on how to, how to address this thing. And the cool thing is, is that, um, the maker community. So all these little maker spaces, they've already been mobilized to figure out this whole, this response to the pandemic. That's like, Hey, I've got a 3d printer. I've got, you know, I've got a vacuum form. I've got a laser. Um, let's figure out how to, how to help out, um, help out medical the medical field with making supplies, and so that everything just started rolling. And Steve and I jumped in and said, "Okay, we're a prototyping place. We've got all this equipment. How can we be a service? How can we how can we help to to get these guys outfitted?" You can actually go to fablabtacoma.com. There's a link right there. What I'm, what I'm going to do is actually um, I'm going to send you to basically we have a site we've created for this, which is a slightly different address. Oh, I found it. FabLabEducation.org. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Both addresses will get you there, but that's the direct address. Yeah. And uh, what are some of the things that you're creating? We are laser cutting face shields for, uh, for frontline workers and we're 3D printing uh, reusable masks for them as well. Wow. Perfect. And That's so, awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you. What do you make a 3D printed mask out of? Okay. So what we use is a material called PLA. It's polylactic acid. Basically, it's a it's a uh it's think about your weed eater, right? You talked about a guy doing some yard work behind you. So um your weed eater uses a basically like an extruded plastic filament. Um that's what cuts the weeds. And so PLA is something similar to that. And it's about the same diameter, actually. And it's fed into a 3D printer. And that 3D printer will heat up really hot. And then it, w- it will extrude that melted filament into whatever shape you tell it. And so we're telling it to create a mask. That is super awesome on that. And I mean, how many are you guys able to create? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the, the output is on it. We, so admittedly, it takes, a, it takes some amount of time to make mm-hmm. those, those masks. So it, takes, it actually takes uh, about... About three hours per mask, but uh, thanks to some of the early efforts and some of the Go GoFundMe, we've actually been able to purchase um, a number of 3D printers to create a print bank. So we actually have five, let's see, five or seven 3D printers right now operating in tandem, nice. and 
they um, they just crank in literally 24 hours a day. Um, we just keep loading them up. And so far, we've been able to provide uh, 400 uh, 3D printed masks to the to the community. That is super awesome. Like, that's absolutely amazing. And I mean, you just mentioned like the GoFundMe and stuff like I have to imagine that is it costs money to a, get the equipment, but also just to get the, the raw material as well. Right. Sure. Yeah. And so uh, we've been ordering the raw materials um, from the manufacturer. Initially, we're ordering from Amazon. We're just we're just doing what we can. And so um, getting that that filament is is the main material for the 3D print uh, 3D printed mask, but also figuring out ways to get the um, material for the filter material. It's come to the point where we've started cutting up um, HEPA filters from vacuum cleaners because those are similar effectiveness. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> so I just I yeah. just I love the geekiness to that. I mean, just being able to like, I mean, looking at the MacGyver aspect of it, you know? Well, I mean, it reminds me, right? Whenever I was when I was like, you know, 10, I got in trouble for taking apart my dad's drill, you know, in his garage. <laughs> he comes in, he's like, What are you doing? You know. <laughs> So. So, yeah, you take apart the drill. I remember going into my grandpa's garage and using the soldering iron to uh, melt my Hot Wheels. So, I mean, some people are doing better things than others, I think, at that aspect. <laughs> but, you know, in this case, it pays off. I mean, I mean, absolutely. It, and that's what it takes at this point. You know, the the hospitals and other manufacturers have just been so um so hard at work and just struggled to respond to the demand. Um, it's that's the kind of innovation that that it takes. And this innovation is coming from a network of makerspaces. I mean, it's again, it's the guy in the garage. It's the it's the kid in the library at his college. Um, you know, it is it's a groundswell of innovation, and it's it's not only in America but it's worldwide. And that's what's amazing to me. I tell you. I have had Zoom calls and Microsoft Teams and Skype and Carrier Pigeon, you know, to like, <laughs> you know, India and to Brazil and to, gosh, to Ireland. And, and it's just been crazy the amount of collaboration that's happened. And I mean, it, and it's one of those cool things, too, because you're talking about what, um, you know, anybody can really do is just look at what they have around them and see how they can help out. And a lot of these, like you're talking about, like, you know, the kid in college who has a 3D printer or anyone doing this, if you somehow manage to have one of these things, you can literally help out the world. And that's that's not insignificant. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And you can jump onto our um, to our website. We have if you have a 3D printer at home, um, we have the files for the mask um, on our on our site. So nice. That's awesome. And yeah. if and if people don't, they can still help out monetarily, right? Yeah, definitely. So like I said, so we are fundraising. Um the funds are going to supplies and um uh and to to buy more raw materials and also like I said to to some to sort of overhead as well because we have to keep the lights on in that here. Mm -hmm. But um but yeah, if you go to that uh if you go to our website, you can click through the GoFundMe. Um and uh, that's a way that if you choose, if you're inclined to, to support us financially. Yeah. And we'll absolutely share that stuff on all of our social media. We'll do that right away, even though this episode isn't coming out on Monday. Uh, <laughs> just try to help out as much as possible because it's it's just the fact that we're doing it right here in our own backyard and we're helping out so many people like we're like you guys are like we're just here. Like I'm here happy just to hear that you're doing it, you know. It is. It's amazing to be part of this. and. You know, to be honest, though, uh, like I said, coming back from school, I, I told you that it's I feel good about this because in my in my program at school, 
having to wrap my head around everything, I felt a little bit outclassed by a lot of the people that were there. You know, I was mm-hmm. in class with VPs of finance and, you know, one of the head guys in, in Airbnb. And I'm just like, Hey, I'm just some dude from Tacoma who happens <laughs> to have a router, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and, but being back here, it's been amazing to see a, like the community coming together, but B the amount of innovation and the, the invigoration that comes from having to think on my feet Mm -hmm. Um, with the rest of my team here and, and just being able to coordinate volunteers to see the outpouring of support. It's, it's something that I was sorely missing for the past nine months. And it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, going from just yeah the 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 book learning so to speak, and then getting into the collaboration <laughs> and the creativity involved with that, uh, it, it's one of those. It's one of my favorite things too, just to be able to talk to people and see that, and just I love how excited you are for it too, because you said you're doing like what like thirteen to fourteen hour days. Yeah, um, so I've been here. I've been here uh, pretty pretty early in the morning before. Um, before we we get some volunteers and just making calls and um, and I'm still making calls back and forth to Ireland. I still have some classes as well, but I'm collaborating with um, with the Rotary Club in Ireland, um, and then just just having to sort of run run things from all different you know from all different time zones. It's uh, it's been good. But on top of that, I've been securing um, local suppliers here for for acrylic for the shields. Um, I've been working with um, some of the local hospitals to to get them um, PPE directly. Um, so it's 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 been tireless stuff, but we've got a good team here, some awesome volunteers, and they're they're you know pushing us through it. That is super cool. I just love I just love the being able to do all of this and like, oh man, I just yeah, I'm pretty pretty stoked about all that. Brogan Scott, what are you guys doing? Man, I'm chilling with a beer. Listening to story time, hoping that the internet holds. I know. Right? Uh, uh, I just unmuted myself because the neighbor. I was my. I, you could hear him. He was right outside my window. I was like, "Oh no!" Uh, Taking nope. my wife on a virtual date tonight. Oh, where are you going? Ooh. Gonna watch the McGraw Zoo. They're doing what? an exhibit. Really? This is I heard nothing about this forever ago. Yeah, I knew, but when I, they're doing this online, is this? Yeah, a thing? tonight I'll share. I'll, I'll share it on my. I think I did share it on my Facebook. Let me look. I'll check it out. I gotta get on that Facebook. Well, I mean, around seven o'clock, I'm gonna be very busy because um, Billy. I don't know if you've heard of this person, but there's a man out there by the name of Clownvis. Oh Jesus! What? And um, <laughs> he's a clown. That's also Elvis. Clownvis. What? And, um, so he has, uh, I, I didn't even know about, I didn't, I didn't even know about him until last week. So like a week ago is when I found out about this man, the myth, the legend that is Clownvis. And, uh, he does performances. He like opens for other bands and he does his own music. He's got like, uh, he's got a Christmas song that talks about, um, don't be a bitch or you won't get anything for Christmas. So that was pretty amazing. Um, so I found him because because of the pandemic, all of his shows got canceled. Uh, and so he was just trying to figure out what to do. And he decided to do basically a live stream variety show, 7 p.m. Pacific, every uh, every Monday through Friday. So every day, every weekday. And I'm fucking hooked. Oh, my God. Is that on Twitch or something? Uh, it's on Facebook Live. And well, make sure you share that shit so I can find it. Oh, I will. Have you not watched watch it? Dude, have you not watched any of the videos he sent? He I've been sent sending us videos, videos in our, our uh, text messages. Man, 
Those are those creepy videos he sent you with the guy in the clown makeup. <laughs> yeah. With, with the big bizarre. giant pompadour with the huge sideburns. Oh, I mean, I'm aware, but I did not click on it because I know better. He's got a mechanical, <laughs> he's got a mechanical dog named Robo Dog. He's got Dude. his producer's an alien named Squeeb. And he's got Brenina95, which is a robot head with stuff sticking out of it, which I think at one point she tried to kill him, but. It, oh my god! It can't Sounds be confirmed. Like shit. Oh Dude, yeah. Has has anyone watched Lucky on Sci-Fi or Netflix? No. Oh, you guys got to watch Lucky. You'll you'll love it, especially after watching Clownvis. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh, but Dude, it's I've so, been watching. <laughs> it's so great. It's just basically like it, it's public access. Like this is what happened. Like we all went public access. So I'm been having. Well, a look at what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> right what are you saying man <laughs> what you been watching billy oh man i've been watching uh we've been watching devs on fx oh yeah how is, how it? is that Ah, uh, man i would say it's a it's a really slow it's a slow burn but it's but it's intriguing so it's it's like a like a mystery not necessarily like a murder mystery but like that really that feel and it's just it's one of those deals where um uh the story centers around a, a startup in tech like you know kind of your common google or apple yeah. and it's it's one of these things where like it's so close to to reality that it could happen in a few years and it's just <laughs> interesting to think of like where you know where we could i don't want to give anything away about the plot but um but it, it's interesting to think that like we are so close to you know making fiction a reality so that's it's probably happening right now is that it's probably going <laughs> on right now as as everything is uh, yeah. Watching a little bit of Star Trek too. I just finished Picard. So. Oh yeah! Ooh. Congratulations. That was the slowest shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> like I really, really, really wanted to like that really, really bad. But God, it took. It was like watching old people fuck. And you know, every episode <laughs> felt like it was like three episodes of doing nothing. <laughs> It was like almost over, and then finally the adventure see, started. See, now I'm just imagining fucking Patrick Stewart fucking. You're an asshole. Now Dude, I just got man, that in my brain. His girlfriend, she's like 27. Oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. Well, yeah. He's isn't he like uh, knighted? Isn't it Sir Patrick Stewart? Yeah, I guess yeah, we're I disrespecting so. him. Yeah, we're yeah, disrespecting. Yeah, I'm pretty him. sure he just gets whatever he wants. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, it, I've been uh, I've been watching Dave on uh, FXX. He's legitimate. Oh, oh man! Oh, little Dicky. My daughter really likes Dave. Oh, dude, it is. It's really good. Like, yep. It's a. It's uh, like an updated kind of awkward, like Seinfeld or Curb Your Enthusiasm, but like, it's just so but funny, fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking funny. And uh, plus, his girlfriend's hot. Like, <laughs> really, really hot. I'm oh, sorry, I got a little creepy there on that one. Uh, yeah, you did. This is probably a good time for us to uh, kind of end this all right now. <laughs> Billy, uh, where can people um, check out all the information about what you guys are doing at Fab Lab and uh, to help out monetarily if they can? So, like I said, um, if they go to fablabeducation.org, mm -hmm. um, they can get on there and there are links to come, A, come in and volunteer. Um, and there's a checklist to go through. We want to make sure that everybody who comes in is is healthy. Nice. Um, so there's a checklist there to volunteer. Um, second, um, it has information about what we're doing here. We have a running count of the masks and shields that we've provided. So far, we're up to, two, I think, 2,400 shields and 
um, 400 masks, um, which has been crazy. Yeah, um, that's amazing. Then, yeah. The, the, the crew here is so good and they just, you know, they're just little machines just cranking stuff out. Yeah. And so absolutely. gracious and, and yeah. just wonderful. Like shout out to um, all of then, those volunteers. Like, Oh, totally. And, uh, there's a few key people here. Um, Marcus, um, who's actually come over from another state. He's been busy just hammering her, figuring out the method to, to, the methods to manufacture these things and to make it work. Um, and we've got Aaron here, who's our 3D printer man. So shout outs to, the, to them, um, yeah. especially on getting us up and running. Um, and then financially, um, there is a, uh, there's a link to uh, our GoFundMe on our website as well. If, if, uh, if people would like to donate through there. Perfect. So. That is so awesome. Like, seriously, thank you so much for helping out and like, however, which way you can, but you're doing one of the most important things is you're helping getting masks, which people absolutely need and you're getting them into the hands of the people. So thank you. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you. For thank you for coming. Me for let me come back. <laughs> oh yeah. Billy, bef- Billy, you got a second real, real quick before you go. Um, do you have any update on the, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, zero, the flying car at all? Ziva. Yeah. So Ziva, uh, yeah, so Steve, from what I so what I recall, Steve um, went out to the uh, to the GoFly competition. Um, there was no final award um, of money for that GoFly competition, but um, we he got a lot of good press and he was able to speak with some legends in the aerospace industry. Um, uh, one of the um, ast- he was able to speak to some astronauts and Whoa. and just just really make some good connections. So. Um, uh, he's, he has, uh, he's generated some funding and they continue to make, uh, progress, progress here as well. But right now, um, the focus is the Ziva and Fab Lab partnership to, to really get the, um, the PPE out the door. So, okay. uh, he's make, yeah, he's making progress, but right now the priority is, is getting, getting these shields and things made. Yeah. I was just wondering, man, I get the, uh, I get the update emails and I saw that they did like a test flight and some other things this, this last summer. So I was just curious. Yeah, he's 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 doing good. So right on, right on, awesome. And we're gonna get you guys once we can all like hang out again. We'll commiserate and you know maybe uh, get hammered together. We can do a socially distant happy hour. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, so one other thing, I know, um, I know, Scott, we were talking a little bit about my experience. Um, I, it's interesting. It'll be interesting going back to bars here eventually when this all blows over, man. Really. The, Billy Billy is a uh, is a fellow drinker. He enjoys a beer or two. Wait, we've been out. Oh, we've been shit, out a couple yeah. of times. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, Dude. so like, what's the difference between like uh, bars here and bars there? So I guess the the way I could the way I could talk about it is that bars there are more of a are more of a like community watering hole as opposed to a a definition uh, a destination with your friends. And so like when I go to a bar here, like all, you know, my wife and I will go out and we'll, we go with a couple, we'll invite them to join us that we know, but we're not going to talk to anybody else really out, you know, yeah. around like people don't just randomly come up and start talking to you. Um, well maybe it's cause I'm, yeah, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, I was going to go in a different direction there, but, um, but in Ireland, if you're in a bar, like you're for a game, like old people will come up and start talking to you about Trump and every other thing oh, under the sun. Jesus. And but the the point is, is that dude, my liver can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could put stuff away, man. But I sat there are multiple times. I sat with an old couple. We're talking like eight in their eighties in the in the bar, 
just got to talking with them. They put away three Jamesons and three pints of Guinness a piece within the two hours that I was there talking to them. Nice. Why they were on a holiday. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, I could be 80 and putting that away. I'm like, oh, I can't. I can't keep up, man. I thought I could, but shoot. <laughs> how, how, like, like the first couple of weeks, was it just hangovers all the time? <laughs> I, uh, and I know you guys are totally going to make fun of me, but after a few nights, I started drinking Heineken Zero. <laughs> You're right. We are gonna make fun. Of you. Uh, Dude. That makes me so happy. <laughs> at some point, point, no. At some point, you were like, "Just give me the fake beer." <laughs> because the bartenders just keep filling it up. I would go out with the people. I would out with my with my MBA class, and I would put my beer down, and so I would drink. I would drink Guinness, or I would drink um, nice. uh, uh, like uh, the cider like orchard mm-hmm. thieves or something. And because we were at the bar, I would drink and then put my empty glass down. And then the bartender immediately refills it. And in, in Ireland, the tradition as a good bartender should, I know everybody <laughs> buys around. Oh no. And so I, you know, when I'm going out with like six or 10 people, like I would always like try to get my credit card into them. And I'm like, Oh, I got this round. I got this round. Cause like you're supposed to just take turns buying around, but they would be like, Oh, don't worry about it. You're the poor college student. I'm like, you guys are college students too. <laughs> and so like, it just, it just became this thing where like round after round after round after round that like after a few nights of that, I'm like, okay, like I need to cut back. I'm going to start drinking Heineken zero or Erdinger and uh, watch. And it is the, they're talking about first time experiences. It is the oddest thing to be in a bar now and to be the only one of the only guys who's not drinking something alcoholic and to observe like how people like, you know, how people react and how people communicate with each other under the influence. It's yeah, because you're cheating, dude. You're, you're hiding. That's what you're doing. You're like, you're like that dog that's in the wolf, the wolf in the sheep's clothing. You see what you're doing there? That's not fair, Billy. <laughs> you go into Where's study mode at that? Coin? God. It is wild. It is wild. And so, I mean, that was sober a- people that should was be at meetings, bro, not at bars. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god! Everybody there is so is so wonderful. There, they all. Uh, I will say that they all take precautions. They don't drive home. They, um, if they have to, they stay in a stay in a local hotel. I mean, but they're super. You know, they're super cautious about about um, about how they act and acting responsibly. But but that is something that was striking to me whenever I whenever I went there. They just didn't you destroyed. say. Oh. Didn't you say that they were some kind of uh, like sister city with Tacoma or like a relationship with Tacoma somehow? So Galway, Ireland, is, they are the sister city to Seattle because they are a port city. Um, oh. They're a port city on the on the furthest. They're the furthest westernly point in in uh, in Ireland. Oh, so Scott was so disappointed. I was. Could you tell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, we get through this thing. I can campaign to make Tacoma sister city. We'll we'll see. Yeah, you'll be the most famous Tacoma from there or about there. With it, there'll be something. There'll be something there. We'll figure it all out. We'll figure out titles and shit later on. You can change your name to Brogan. It'll be all right. Oh, <laughs> Brogan's a shoe. 
It's a shoe. <laughs> I thought you called me a Jew. No, I called you. It's a shoe. God damn this fucking internet. That's that. That's, right. that's what that the was problem. the internet, Justin. Yeah, that's sure what the problem was. was. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Hate crimes. Hate crimes. Shut up. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, everyone. If you guys want to help us out, you can help us out by going to patreon.com slash Chris City Podcast. But to be perfectly honest, you should just go to Fab Lab Tacoma, get uh, all the information about all of that, and we'll post up all the links on all of our social media to help out Billy. Billy, thank you so much for uh, being on with us, man. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. It's been a while, man. The last one was on when you guys were first starting back in 2014. So yeah. it's, uh, it's been fun to catch up with you guys. And we'll, we'll definitely keep up with you and see what you're doing, how it's going. We'll hang out soon. And thank you guys, everyone, for listening. And uh, stay gritty. <laughs> You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. <laughs>